We want to welcome everyone back to BNB Presents the Black Media Podcast. And tonight we're ending Black Music Month. But before we get into all that good music that we heard towards the end of the month, we want to introduce everyone. My name is Ben, and to my right. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. It's your girl, Nada. I know we've been uh, on a hiatus for a quick minute, but we back. And we're still black. And we back, y'all. <laughs> all right, Betty. To, oh, I'm well, sorry. To, to my right, who we got? <laughs> We're a little rusty. Okay. We, we, can't, we can't seem to get this uh, intro right ever, right? <laughs> what up, though, y'all? It's your girl, Betty, 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 y'all. Like Nada said, we is back and we is black and back in black. And we are ending the uh, Black Music Month on a high note. <laughs> All Maybe puns not. <laughs> Maybe not, but anyway. <laughs> well, let's kind of get into it. Last what was that last week? We had uh, a very disrespectful versus <laughs> to be in black music, but uh, we had Ray J and Bobby Valentino versus Sammy and Pleasure <laughs> P of Pretty Ricky. Then after that was eight hours, then another another eight hours came out. Mario, and who was versing or battling or whatever it's called, uh, <laughs> Omarion. And let's just let's go with the first part of the the verses. What did you all think about that that collage of of, of entertainment? It was definitely entertaining. I say that. <laughs> uh... I'm not sure if it's if 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 we're gonna talk about talent, but uh, it was definitely entertaining. Um, I found myself seeking some of those little. I know y'all been seeing the little clippets on social media and whatnot, but I found myself seeing just like Jeremiah a couple times, <laughs> and I just heard Mario in my head like, "Oh no, stop!" <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you could definitely tell there was no practice behind that. They was just on there winging it. But it was fun. It was fun to watch. I think they should have just went back to the old verses, like the first verses that we had before they sold verses to whoever wow. the hell they sold it to. I don't know who owns it anymore, but I know it's not Swiss and uh, Timberland anymore. They sold it for a lot of money, apparently. Um, but I, I feel like we should go back to that versus where you just play track for track and let the track speak for themselves. Because this shit right here, baby, what is going on in Black Music Month? This was a disrespectful-ass performance. I felt bad for my boy Ray J. He had one good song. <laughs> or he had one wish and wait a minute. <laughs> And he done messed the whole one wish up. I don't even. I can't even rock with one wish no more. I, I can't never unhear it. Can you not unhear one wish, or you can't unhear Sammy, Bobby, Valentino, and Pleasure P going one wish, one wish. But then, but then he was mad because then they did like a a Zoom or like a live with all of them <laughs> on there, and then he saw some. Then he's thinking, singing my song to my some students. Soon as I, what he say? Soon as I uh, miss one key, nobody will rock it with me, though, boy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was terrible. 
have oh you have, has anyone ever been to the Scream tour on this call? The Millennium, I think Millennium it's the tour. Millennium tour. Well, I, Scream was Bow Wow, right? Scream, Scream was Bow Wow. Yeah. I guess all okay. of that Millennium shit is out tour. of my all of that shit is out of my um out of my generation. Like I, I met the cusps of the of the, the millennials, and and um, we, that wasn't the shit we was growing up on. We was already grown when they started pop locking and dropping to uh, <laughs> icebox and shit. Like I, this is not my era of music. Nothing about this verses appealed to me at all, except for <laughs> the jokes. I, yeah, I I I was. I don't even know how they were touring. I don't know how they sold records, but the audacity of Bobby Valentino to grab the microphone like he was about to drop a Luther-esque performance <laughs> and just crack like Pookie from, <laughs> from New Jack City. And then Pleasure P singing in that girl face. She didn't know, she didn't know what to do. She didn't want to embarrass the man on TV, but it, it was just a lot. Then we moved into this. Well, D Ray, you know, I guess he was hosting it, which was weird because he like in our generation. So I don't know why his ass was hosting it. I didn't even know why Sammy was there. He only got maybe one, two, maybe three songs at the most. Is Sammy the one who was uh, singing "Braid My Hair"? Is that him? Is no, Sammy that was "Braid My Hair." "Braid My yeah. Hair," I think, it was Mario. That ain't Mario. I, I, I uh, let's go to Google. Let's go to Google. I know I, we no, I know we ain't out here this bad. Cause I I damn. I could have swear it was Sammy. Yeah, braid my hair is about Mario. Oh my, my Mario. Yeah. Sammy yeah. was looking like a thin soda baby. I didn't know why. I turned it on late. So I was like, why is Soda Baby on the stage? So what songs do Sammy get there? I'm confused. Exactly. <laughs> he made the one song when he was like 12 called I Like It. Right, twelve. Nigga... Nobody know that song. Nobody know that song over here. That was his hit. He was, it came out two thousand. That was, was twenty two years ago. <laughs> you like what I did right there? <laughs> I, you know, I, um, that's the only song I know of his. That's that's it. Somebody that's hit me. He, a, did he sing that? Somebody hit me with a little bar from "I Like It" because I, I I ain't familiar with this track. Go ahead, Nada. You want to know the song? <laughs> no, thank you. Now, I'm about to say never back because Donna had us down that fucking uh, half plenty soundtrack uh, <laughs> rabbit, uh, hole. rabbit hole, and I'm not trying to do that with Nada this this evening. Whatever, moving along. All right, next topic. <laughs> what did y'all think about Mario and this the second part of verses with Mario and Omarion touch? That I, I that was horrible. Sa- I think he saved. I think he saved the whole. Verse. Oh, you said Omarion. I thought you were talking about Mario. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Omarion. Mar- Omarion versus Mario. What did y'all think about the second half of the verses? Mario did good. He was real. Mario I don't know, did good. Had... I, Omarion was on like another tip. Uh, I, Omarion knows I've never seen somebody bring a watermelon on stage to demonstrate, you know, activities. It's usually like a peach or a mango. But my man brought a watermelon, so that was uh that was interesting. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't getting too. I wasn't steps feeling close it. To my it was just weird. It was. It was. Just, <laughs> it was just a weird performance. The whole night was weird. On the ground like Sierra and Chris Brown and take you down, and I, I don't understand what that was about. Um, yeah, I one don't leg understand up with the microphone uh, pole. It was. Just it, I, yeah, I, I don't understand any of it. 
I don't I don't understand any of it. Is this Go ahead, ahead, Betty, because this is crazy. This is exactly how my face was when I was watching. Like (laughs) I was crushed up. I was looking exactly like this. Anytime you got Ray J, it's definitely going to be entertaining. So I knew we were going to be entertained, but I did not know that this versus would expose so many non-singers at one time. Like, it's, it's, it's like, how did you even make it this far in the music industry? How do you have number one hits? <laughs> well, first of all, the number one hits is in comparison to what else whatever else is happening at that time True. so you know what else was happening at that time i don't know because like i said this wasn't my era of music although they probably are you know what's crazy about it though i don't look at them as like really big artists mm-hmm. i mean that's just me but they still came out in like the Chris Brown era, like when Chris Brown came out, and I have mad respect for Chris Brown. I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the theatrics. I don't know if it's. I mean, maybe because I used to look at Chris Brown as a kid too, and so y'all know what made me look at Chris Brown as a grown man. But I never like evolved with that with this set of people. <laughs> I tried to Ray J. Like I used to love Ray J, but you know that was a different time in life. Did you love Moesha Ray J or singing Ray J? That's two different. Definitely not um, um, uh, Moesha Ray J. Okay. He was still a little boy. Uh, probably singing Ray J. Probably like when they first started doing the reality show. Remember when Ray J had his own little reality show? He was looking yeah. for love. the like, love of Ray during J. That time. Um, but you know, not this. Okay. He, you know, he was. He's always been a character though. I just have to say, being from Chicago, I don't know why the fuck Jeremiah got up there and embarrassed everybody. Donnie just, I I just looked at Jeremiah like, I'm looking at the TV as <laughs> not as face is right now. And I'm just thinking like, Lord have mercy, Donnie Hathaway is just rolling in his grave. Even R. Kelly get more respect as a singer. He incarcerated. So I don't know what the hell Jeremiah was doing. Did they know? Like, like you said, did they practice? And I think, <laughs> I think Brandy had blasted Ray J about some specialty that she made him and how he was supposed to be on voice rest. And um, yeah, he was not. He probably saw like he was smoking and drinking all night. <laughs> <laughs> I could have sung one wish better than that. <laughs> I just think, as I commented on my Facebook post, this is what happens when you get a, a generation of kids participation trophy. Everybody think they're a star. Everybody <laughs> think they're special. Everybody thought they was killing it. Now, one thing about Mario, I don't, is he losing his hair? Because his hair looked a little Beijingish that night on the uh, on the verses. It's Mario? possible. Yeah, he looked quite like possible. he had a little Beijing in there. That was the first time I had seen him in a very long time. So That's it's true. quite possible. You know, they are at that age, what, 35, 36, you know? And if they rocking them fitted hats like everybody else, you know, it's only a matter of time. Your hairline can only survive so long with the fitness. <laughs> so, you know, see every black man in America, take them fitness off, goddammit. <laughs> them Tory Lane hats. Man. Whole hairline is fried. Well, we gonna move on from the verses. We got to talk about young 
Carisha Miami. I'll be saying it like that's her last name. And her and Sean Puffy P. Diddy Combs and their uh what we is situation <laughs> did you all we go together <laughs> right did you first of all did you all see the video or her talk show that's on revolt that she only had one guest so far which was puff daddy when she was like what we is and she was like we go together when she said we go together for real or we go together hard or something she, right she, she <laughs> i was because when i saw that i didn't know i thought it was like one of those things where you know, like they have guests on and they ask each other questions. So I, I thought that that, you know, not a real interview, but I didn't realize that this was her show. Show, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, they didn't get Carisha a show? So I was kind of proud of her for that. And like, not only that, like she has kind of evolved a little bit. Like, we know she's a city girl. We know where their music came from and like the, you know, their whole MO, but it seems like she's has grown a little bit over time. Um, maybe because she got with Diddy, I don't know, you know. Uh, I'm still confused because she had that baby and then we, it was just like she was back out here in these streets. Well, that's a so very city girl thing to do. A real city girl, for real. <laughs> um, but her going back and forth with that one chick, I think we talked about it before. Her right. going back and forth with that one chick about Diddy. Girl, get what you was going to get out of this relationship, situationship, and move on. <laughs> you know, if he, you know, Diddy was slapping me a couple hundred thousand dollars to kick it and hang out, bitch, I'm gonna have me a sign up there too. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have me a sign up there too. Go, Daddy. <laughs> how, you know, Nada, what did you think about this Carisha Sean Combs uh, situation? Go together, ship. I try to stay out of other people's uh, relationships. So <laughs> if they love it, if they like it, I love it. Uh, I will say that I thought it was a bit awkward when he shouted out Cassie and his love for Kim Porter, but didn't acknowledge her and she holding up this damn sign. Um, that's a bit of a slap in the face. But again, that's their business. Well, like when you got a lifetime achievement award, you probably most times acknowledge the people that's been shooting with you in the gym. Which was definitely Kim Porter. In the gym. And I mean, like, I'm I don't know. You know, young Miami slash Carisha, she's still young. So she probably ain't even looking at it like that. But um Which is probably why he know he could get away with that crap. I'll be damned if you take me to an award show and don't say you know, no thank you for any type of support, regardless of how young she is or what part of relationship, what what where you came in as far as my career. Like I'm I'm there with you now and I expect some acknowledgement. Yeah, I, I don't agree All with right. that. But that's you know, everybody is different. If if we just kicking it and I win an award, I don't expect you to be up here like, and my girlfriend in two weeks, shout out to you, boo, like <laughs> the fuck you know and so then, would you, you know, if he didn't acknowledge you would you still be out there with a sign that says go poppy if he was giving me $250,000 absolutely <laughs> I would I'll put glitter on that bitch Aye. with sparkles <laughs> and uh, a fucking boomerang uh, whatever, whatever I need to put on that motherfucker I got it I mean you know that's just me but you know everybody different and you know <laughs> you know hey I mean, I, I feel like in, in, you know, 40, almost 41 year old me um, is a lot different from, you know, having fun and, you know, being younger <laughs> and, you know, just living in the moment, you know, but, you know, that's, 
that's where I'm at with it. I think it's fucking hilarious. And one of the um, I, one of the groups I think we all are in, and they posted the picture, and they talking about some Carisha, please, <laughs> like girl, she don't give a fuck. She out here getting her bread, uh, you know, flying on private jets, you know, uh, rolling around in yachts and and expensive cars, and you know, looking good. I don't think she give a fuck. Now, maybe give her a couple of years. She might be trying to put some labels on something or really, like, be, you know, really mm. expecting something out of it. But given Diddy's track record, mm, I don't really see it going that far. But, you know, hey, get it while you can, sis. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like, if they like it, I love it. That's my not approach to it. It seems you to know, work for them. You know what's funny about you know what's funny about if they like it, I love it. So <laughs> in, in the general sense of uh just us talking about like if somebody posts on Facebook and we weren't in media, black media podcast, I can see us being like, oh, whatever they want to do. But of course we gotta have some kind of opinion about it either way, because it's media and we're talking about it. So we can't just be like, I ain't got no opinion about it. We got some feelings about it, so those are my feelings. I don't. Yeah, I just don't know much. About <laughs> I don't give a fuck. One way I just don't know other. much about them to be like. Uh, I just think that if whatever they they have negotiated amongst themselves and want to define what they're doing, it's twenty twenty two. They could do that, and I just think what happens was we get these people who are in non boundaryed relationships get to comment on who should have a sign and why she didn't get a shout out and. He should have shouted out this person. All that plays into the mix of it, and that don't affect his or her bag. So that's what I said. We live. In I this. get that. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I, you, but right, so like, um, everything is not traditional. So like, right. what we feel yeah. like, what one person feels like they should do, or somebody should do, or they should feel a certain way. You know, everybody don't have that. Like, you know, like all the gender roles and all the specifics, right. like everybody don't feel the same way. So I get that. Like, you know, um, I just, in my opinion, I just feel like it's a fun time. And um, I don't know how long the fun time lasts, but, you know, rock it out, girl. Because I wish I could go back in my 20s and have me some fun time instead of being around here acting like I'm somebody's whole ass wife and was not. <laughs> so, you know. Take me back. <laughs> Let so, me do yeah. it all. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think that people are commenting on their relationship, and she tried to put him in that corner, and he said, you know, when on the show, the, the show that she has on Revolt, which he owns, she tried to put him in that corner. He's like, I'm not about He pretty much kind of sidestepped the question and answered the question at the same time. So, hey, like and I said. Still, and still making appearances, and she's still <laughs> smiling, and they still gone about their merry old day. That's right. And, you know, and it, it is what it is. I guess I guess it works for them. Now, speaking of Diddy, though, he was honored at the BET uh, Awards this past weekend. How do you all feel about him finally being recognized? I mean, I, th I think a lot of people talk a lot of crazy shit about him, but you do have to sit back and, and get out of the get out of the mace mad about his money situation or this person mad about they didn't get paid and just look at the scope of what Diddy has done. And you'd be like, you know what? He should be honored for his accomplishments. What do you all think? Absolutely. He did, he's done a lot for a lot of artists back within our time frame. Um, there wouldn't have been no 112, no right. uh, Lil' Kim, 
no Jodeci, none of those, none of Ooh. those groups. Um, Talk to so yeah, you know, Mary J. Blige, uh, who was it? Carl Thomas, um, Mace, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of people outside MVP. of just you know, bad boy, bad boy or uptown records. He did a lot. Um, right. he paved the way. So I think he definitely was um it was his his award was well overdue. And I'm glad that he got his roses while he's still here. Um That's true. But yeah, I still don't give a damn about his relationship. I think <laughs> I think um when we talk about um uh um, my bad. I think when we talk about Diddy, um, I think that, you know, a lot of those artists were, a, a lot of them were limited time artists. And I think that, you know, a lot of them had um, gripes about their contract and, you know, like you said, made to his money and, you know, all of the things right. that we heard in the background. I don't know if we all are privy to those, but I think Benny, you said it once before, like if you signed a crap deal, you signed a crap deal. Um, and that's up to you and your management team, team. and your lawyers yeah. to make sure that you, you know, you are straight. But I think that Diddy definitely brought us good ass music in the 90s up into the early 2000s. Um, he brought us good entertainment. Um, now, what happened from those entertainers? I don't quite know. I know Mary J. Blige is still thriving and a couple others, but I think he definitely should be recognized for um, almost 30 years of right. Um, entertainment and success um, within the music industry. And he still brings us, um, you know, stuff, like you said, with Revolt, and he's still helping out in the community in that aspect. So, you know, kudos to Diddy. I just think that Motown took took it to a level, but Puffy took, like, everybody was inspired by Puffy in that music industry. I think when, when you look at, like, uh, the Motown record era, it wasn't a lot of other people who come who came out with as much force as a Diddy inspiring like a, a Dame Dash inspiring this person. It wasn't like a group of people like we're all going to get together and do this individually, but as a collective as well. Because when you had Diddy, you also had Rockefeller Records coming up and you had all those guys that fell up under that umbrella who was showing a different side of life. It was so influential that, <laughs> you know, people were buying jerseys and people were dressing like this and people were talking like this and his ability to just not make it just take the culture of black and really export it to other places at a high level and i think that's what uh uh diddy will always kind of symbolize uh especially growing up in that era whether it be shiny suits or whether it be the sean john or the language or just being diddy in a, a quick quote-unquote all-white space whereas most entertainers back then were like kind of play white play alone and get along diddy was like this is who i am this is what i do you can take it you can leave it just kind of watching some of his interviews of how he was acting at uh, uptown records with you know walking around the office with no shirt on and just being Acting him you have pro, to respect cool. it. I, feel like them, I feel like that might have been uh some kind of narcotic that was that was uh, giving him that extra uh boost of um confidence and energy to be that arrogant in some of those um interviews in some of those spaces but i think many uh i think you're right 
um, the 90s was a different time in, in mm -hmm. music era. And I think as just as music evolves with different technology and things that we see now, I think it's going to continue to evolve. But I think he was definitely a trendsetter. I think, um, you know, the what was the name of his show? Who Want to Work for Diddy or whatever that show yeah. was. Um, you know, even the um, Making the Band. Making you know what I'm band. saying? He brought... You know, he brought us light on a lot of people. Lorianne Gibson, we probably wouldn't even have known who Lorianne Gibson was without, you know, Diddy and, you know, a couple other people, though. Mm -hmm. Like, so I think that he definitely paved the way. And um, I want him to stop um, trying to um, EP um, um, award show so he can get up there and dance. Though I do want him to stop doing <laughs> that. Um, that time is coming and gone. And I know that you still... Think you got it, Diddy, but we're gonna have to go ahead and move on, you know. What I we, think we're gonna, we're gonna move on. When we have that term black boy joy, I wanna say he was the epitome of black boy joy because he was having a he was having the time of his life. Absolutely. And still is. <laughs> it still is. He was. It still he is. Not a, okay, because I think it was one time where you know everybody like shit, I want to party with Diddy, you know, still because exactly. you know he and I am, um, still. Yeah, <laughs> still to this day, you know, everybody, you know, that's the aspiration um, for partying. But um, you're right. He was having the time of his life. He was making money. He was, you know, he was the man. So why not? And, why not? And if he has that on Netflix, Can't Stop, Won't Stop, uh, a bad boy story. And I think Andre Harrell said coming out the gate with five smash number one singles had never been done before. His ability, and I think uh, uh, Jimmy Iovine said his ability to repivot where, you know, he lost Biggie, you know, that could have took down a label because he was the hottest on the label at the time, but just to reinvent himself, come back out and do it multiple times. He said, you know, a lot of people just say you got to take your hat off to that. So, But we got to look at like the big, so, you know, as like living back in that, like living back in the 90s when we were in high school and, mm -hmm. and you know, Biggie was high, looking back on it, he wasn't out that long. Like Biggie oh, no. wasn't it was only two out albums. that long. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he, you know, he really and, th and those albums came quick. Yeah. So he wasn't like it wasn't like um over time, like he was an established artist that had been consistent for 10 years. Right. Like he was still a newer artist. Everybody was still kind of newer in that um yeah, yeah. in that era. Cause what I think like Mary Mary J. Blige was like what 92, 93, something like that. So everybody was still kind of new. And everybody was on the scene at the same time. So it was like, you can bounce from one, you know, from one to the next, to the next, to the next. And even when Biggie died, Diddy was still making music with right. Mace and, and, you know, and the family and all of this. So he was still able to keep going on his own without skipping a beat, so to speak. So, you know, hey, good, you know, good times. Uh, far Tell as the, B, the BET <laughs> Awards, do you all think that, because we are the culture, we are the influencers that more attention now will be paid to BET as opposed to a Grammy or AMA or American Music Award? Or do you still think those people will still have, well, people will still tout that I have a Grammy and not tout that they have a BET Award? I don't think we're there yet. Yeah, I don't think if you, like most, um, a lot of artists don't show up to the BET Awards, unfortunately, because mm -hmm. um, they, they just don't deem them that important. And in comparison to a Grammy to BET Awards, like Gra the Grammys is so fucking politi political, you can't even, if they say, 
we want you to perform at the Grammys, they tell you what to sing. You can't get up there like I want to perform my, my number new- one smash hit <laughs> right. that I'm nominated for a Grammy for. They like, no, we want you to sing. They might want you to sing something uh, somebody else's song. They don't got nothing to do with your, you know what I'm saying? So the Grammys is in. If I'm not mistaken, maybe I have to look it up. But I think they have like an academy type situation yeah, too with the Grammys. Yeah. So everything is like really political, and you know, and BET is kind of. Um, even though it's not owned by us, but it's kind of for us, by us. Like, you know, like we make the, you know, the decisions and the, and the nominations. Cause sometimes it'd be nominees that you ain't never heard of. Oh, especially at the Grammys. Yeah. It's always somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and they use a different scale too. Like, you know, it's always scaled differently. When I was younger, like in high school, I think I used to watch all the award shows, like Grammys, Billboards, you know, AMA. I used to watch everything. And then I, once I got older, I was only watching like the, the hip hop awards or the right. BET awards. Now, as everything becomes watered down, I very rarely watch award shows. Like I, you know, I, I don't really watch them. I may see some highlights. If I see somebody who I know that may be performing, or like you said, Diddy Lifetime Achievement or something like that. I might tune in for something like that, but I'm not like on my couch, like ready for the award to come out. Do you think it's because of the overexposure of, of our entertainers now? Like before Michael Jackson didn't have an IG page, we can see what he's doing. So do you think that was just a different time of accessibility? Like you, to be in the fan club, you had to write a letter saying, hey, I am your number one fan and mail it. It wasn't like, let me slide in the DM or... Let me see what they're doing on, on IG or let me go to TikTok or OnlyFans or Twitter to see what they're talking about. Is right, why we're not as excited or, or everybody going live once a week. Right. Or, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like they're gonna tell us what they do. And really, I mean, not I think you were saying something. I'm sorry. Were you saying something? Mm-mm. Oh. And now, like, even touring is a little bit different and maybe a little bit harder for artists to even tour and get those numbers when they tour because, like you said, people have more access to them um, through Instagram, through YouTube, through, you know, uh, Facebook Live, you know, Instagram Live, TikTok. I can see you. I can see you dancing around in your living room now. Right. You know, you know, I kind of know what your house, you know, what some of your rooms look like. Like you, we didn't get that unless it was like um MTV Cribs or something. So um I think the overexposure is definitely um having an effect on the way people view um artists and stuff like that, award shows and stuff. What did you who's your all's favorite performance of the night? I don't have one. I don't know if I really have a favorite. Yeah, I don't know if I have a favorite. They all kind of. Uh, Jodeci, of course. You know, I'm glad to mention them. Although Devontae was missing, but yeah, Devontae. You know, he's got some issues mentally. So. Oh, does he? I don't know why he kept. Was 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 he missing? He's got really. He's got really bad anxiety. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Amongst other things, and some of it's from um, like performing in in big crowds. He doesn't like to fly. Uh, back in the day, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, when they used to tour, they mm-hmm. used to have to rent buses and stuff because he didn't want to get on the plane. Yeah, I heard that before. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, he's I got he's got he's got a, he's got anxiety real bad. Um, so that's why I was saying like you know he wasn't he wasn't present. So I just hope that his mental is good or he's out somewhere trying to protect his mental um, and not somewhere binging. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, prayers to him. 
But well, yeah, um, yeah. I enjoy Jodeci. They sound amazing, um, as always. Oh, yeah. Casey was out there hitting them old school notes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good, though, because when we, even though I think they recently had a concert here at Shane they Park, did. and I missed the concert, I think it was they like did. the, I think it was the same day as um, a comedy show that I did, but it I was think Father's, Father's Day Father's weekend. Day weekend like that Friday, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that when we've seen them in previous times, um, they were not looking that great or sounding that great. So it's good nope. to see them out there doing their thing and like, you know, really hold it down. I would love to see. When they when they announced that they was going on tour, like at the beginning, the first vision that popped into my head is that video of where Casey was on, what was it, JoJo's man. shoulders? Oh my, he, he was oh on the bodyguard shoulder, like, give me some chicken. chicken. With that chicken wing, yeah. <laughs> so that's what, I was getting like those type of visions, like, oh Lord, they're about to go on tour, so this is gonna be even worse. <laughs> but nope, they came correct, they got their shit together. You know, they, you could tell that they had been practicing for a while. So whoever their tour manager was, they they definitely did the damn thing, together. because um, they are doing well. Yeah, they are doing let, really well. Let me Good ask you this while we're talking about Jodeci and them making a comeback tour. I think they was really trying to get their coins. So um, New Edition, you know, they perform often and they, you know, um, I don't know how many times, like I think I've seen New Edition back in like 20, I want to say maybe like 2015, 2016, something like that. Um, so that was the last time I seen New Edition. I probably would not pay to see New Edition every time they came um to Detroit but what do y'all feel about groups like that like um do you think it's like a one-time thing or do you feel like every time they come you gotta like like it's an experience that you gotta have I know I know some diehard new edition fans yeah. because they grew up with them like they're they're their age so they travel to different states to go see them anytime that they go on tour they are there like faithfully so I would say they would be our version of the Isley brothers in our generation. Like, the, you know, they're, they're, oh, they're one Beverly. of the groups that's going to tour forever. Yeah. Um, oh, they're one of the groups that's going to tour like forever. Isley brothers ain't my generation. No, no, no. I said they're like our, our version of the Isley I get, brothers. I get what you so, saying because I'm sitting there like, mm, you know, I mean. No, no, no. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, like, once you're a fan of them and you grew up to their music and you had those type of memories, listen to their music or whatever, just, you know, right. whatever, you're going to okay, pay to okay. go to go see them. Oh, I mean, okay. Did you, I, just, I guess. did you just tell me to wrap it up in so many words? Okay, okay. Did she just do that, Betty? <laughs> she did hit you with the okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was trying to say where you coming from because because in my mind, like, like I, you know, I see them coming to Detroit and I see people like constantly going to the concert. I'm like, okay, now how much, uh, how much new edition y'all gonna get? You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen new edition the last time was been a minute and I'm like, I can, I can be okay without seeing them again for a while. But other people are not like I that. I saw so them I'm just twice. To get opinion. Well, did you see New Edition perform or did you see Bill Biff DeVoe? No, I, no, saw, I saw New Edition. Okay. No, Both times edition. Bobby Brown was with them. They came with Babyface and Jill Scott at the Joe Louis mm -hmm. Arena. I think it was like 2015, 2016. Okay. Yeah, it, I know it was Yeah, somewhere up in there. I, that was just a question Twice I had for y'all. I wasn't for me. trying to wrap you up. You don't have too many Black groups 
that are pulling people out constantly. Like Jodeci is just kind of getting back into it. So maybe they can gain that momentum. But New Edition can like tour for six years straight, take a year off and come back and people act like they ain't never seen they never left. right so right. it's like it's really a phenomenon that they have and you only get that from like mm-hmm. a rolling stones or <laughs> or one of those the who or whatever that group sting was in that you kind of get that performance where people just fall off and and we're not talking like new music maybe the newest music was around as a collective was probably when they signed the puffy was in the, exactly. in the 2000s was that like 1997 when they made that come i think it was like a Homecoming or I'm coming home. Yeah. They made an album like I think it was like '97. Something like that with Puffy. Yeah, and I remember we had that album and it was actually pretty good. The, you know what? The other good thing about New Edition and Jodeci, even though we don't have Dalvin and we, you know, Devontae is sometimes you know somewhere, but they don't. They haven't like replaced the members of the group. Drew Hill, they replaced yeah. members. I was well, sure Digger's not part of Drew Hill, which I don't I get do a um like a live video they were like singing and i'm like who the hell is these people so mm-hmm. um so i think that's a good thing about those artists is they have not replaced the original members i think even though i think ralph and johnny may have been doing something interchangeably right. but um they still pretty much have the, i think we talked about this before um with ralph Boys and uh, johnny too. before boys to men well except for the one guy he left but they still have all their original members. That's true. I haven't even heard anything from Voice to Me in so long. I right. don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I forgot all about them, actually. So, like, you kind of only see them when they do, like, a performance on the BET Awards or yeah. Grammys or something like that, like, but no. Hmm. Yeah, but New Edition is that, like I said, it's a phenomenon that people really have to kind of take their hat off to. Even when I'm looking at these new kids on the block concert, they just kind of circle back around and uh, oh, what's that, 92 funny. degrees. I don't see people or in the, such a fervor to see them as they are to see new addition. But I think the thing about the new kids on the block, if I'm not mistaken, I know they were big when we were younger. Oh, yeah. But they were not like consistently from what I remember, making music over the last 30 years. Like, I, I feel like they were... They capped out at a certain making point. Making music when we were younger, and then they kind of fell off and then it came back, but, like, not with new music, just... No, no, right. You're right. Back and start. So I, I don't even remember any of the new Kids on the Block songs. And, um, you know... Funny story. Uh-oh. Funny story about that. They have <laughs> a very dedicated fan base also. Um, my current employer... <laughs> is flying all the ladies out to their concert in Washington D.C. later on in July, and they're paying for your hotel and your flight. And you they going? Have a <laughs> no comment. You going? <laughs> well, Salt and Pepper and In Vogue are going to be with them. Yeah, I'm about to say that was another person. Salt and Pepper was there. So if you like wanted to like go and then like dip back off to your hotel room or whatever. Or, you know, get you some drinks or whatever. You will never know. I'll just say that. I mean, if somebody flies me out to see new kids on the block, I'm definitely going to go. But if I had to drive out to, what's that, Pine Knob or whatever, I'm like, eh, I could pass. I'm like, they're, they're, giving, you, they're giving you the flight and the hotel. Like, how do you turn that how down? How do you turn that down? Right. <laughs> and they're going to pay for your food and stuff while you're Oh, there. yeah. You count me in. I'm on it. Oh, you had to, all you had to do was say, you was paying for my food. 
I can get fluid out for free and I can get away from these kids. Sign me up. I, I got me a new kids on the block t-shirt. Hat, all the paraphernalia. Nah, I'll probably be there. I'll probably be there with my salt and pepper shirt on with my big gold earrings, but you know. Push it. I ain't gonna wear no hey, new kids on the black shirt. Push it. Hey, push it good. Everybody uh, can't see me trying to do that little push it dance, but you know, just just you know, just know that I was living in a moment. Oh um so uh speaking of verses. Um, and y'all boy Ray J sound like he's uh, trying to get a piece of the breezy. Did he, did he really say? Did he really say he would be willing to to versus against Chris Brown? Ray J is a businessman, so it, Ray J is from that school of philosophy. There is no such thing as bad. He know how to get the viewers, but we are <laughs> right. we are already know how that's gonna go. You don't want that smoke. And let that's me just say, <laughs> Betty. Betty, you know, I know that you a diehard Breezy fan. I don't know if y'all checked out his new album. That it's that is nice. Grammy material right there. Is it? It's you Grammy material. He was he was in that studio working this this time. The, the Breezy yeah. album. Yep. Yeah. He he was in that studio working. Yeah. That everybody that, keeps that saying Chris, that. Go ahead and download it, Ben. I'm put, I'm looking it up now. Like everybody keeps saying it, but I'm like, what is it? Because I'm such yeah, a fan I, of the, I, just, yeah. I just think Ray J is just doing that just for um being Ray J. Like, like, being Ray J. Well, let's do this. We're gonna wrap it up and we're gonna put a survey out there on our Facebook page and see what everyone's thoughts are about the verses and what everyone's favorite performance is at the uh this past 2022 BT Awards. And before we sign out, my name is Ben and to my right. You got me, you got Nada. Uh, thanks for tuning in to my right. Who we got? It's your girl Betty, and I'm out, y'all. See y'all next week. We'll talk to you all next week, and it'll be a whole new month. Peace. July. Not July. <laughs> <laughs>